Hello, everybody. Welcome to a Saturday morning edition of This Is Our Year. The hey, you guys got your coffee? I got my coffee. coffee. Mine's, coffee. Brewer. Mine's brewing, and it's tea. Ooh, I'll good for the voice. Yes. Good for you. Step away here in about like a minute or two to grab that. And I lied. Mine's actually hot chocolate. What? I don't drink coffee. Are you drinking hot chocolate at nine in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> Is that only nighttime beverage? I don't see. I don't see a problem with drinking hot chocolate that early. To me, it just seems like it's a. First of all, it's a winter beverage. Second of all, it does seem like a nighttime beverage. It's very, yeah. very cold in our place right cold now. Hold on, it is cold. So, I'm I'm all right with Carrie drinking hot chocolate. Not all of us are wearing t-shirts and shorts and drinking out of Hawaii mugs, Michael. <laughs> yeah, Michael. All right, all right. I am welcome to the show. I'm Mikey Kalpakoff. As always, joining me is Carrie Armagost and Austin Southers. We're here to talk about Football. the Vikings taking yeah. on the Chiefs at home. <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way, guys. I don't think this one is going to be a fun one. Well, should we wrap up the Panthers a little bit first? Put yeah. A on that? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Dub. Let's, mean, it's, the one, it's the one positive thing we've really really had on the season. You know, there's actually My hot a take was correct. My hot take was real. Five sacks, one turnover. Good for you. Good for you. There's a lot of things that we can talk about with this week. Um, I had still said last week, and, and part of me still stands by this, that losing that game might be the best thing to happen to this franchise, but we just couldn't do it. We eke out a win, the lowest win score of the week, 21 points. It doesn't, I'm not going to say that it makes me feel good about the future. Not that win. But I will say, seeing Marcus Davenport on the field did make me feel a lot better about the defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Um, Cam Akers, I thought, showed really nice flashes in his time on the field. That was really encouraging to see. Sure. I mean, if anybody can average like three or four yards per carry, sure, we'll take them. Mikey, you you think you could average four yards a carry out there? I, you know what? I, I might be one of those guys where. If you need one, I'll give you two. If you need four, I'll give you two. You know? <laughs> so two. You can only do two? Yeah. Yeah. But I will. I, I'll get you two if you only need one. Nice. Well, whatever. The thing that I don't like seeing is that Dalton Reisner still not in the starting lineup. And it doesn't sound like he's going to be in the starting lineup this Sunday either. Nope. Don't like that. Is he... Is he really worse in this system than Ed Ingram? Ed Ingram is not playing terribly. He actually keeps getting slightly better every time. I don't know if you guys have actually watched film on him on a week-by-week basis, but there are a couple people who have been breaking down film of him. Is he still like C or D grade? Yes, but he's no longer F grade like he was week one. He keeps getting better and better, and he's making key blocks. I've seen an Ed Ingram highlight reel. I've been pushing the guy Darisaw style out of the way. Hmm. An Ed Ingram highlight reel. <laughs> That's a weird <laughs> phrase, huh? Yeah. It must be tea time for Austin, but he'll be back. Um, it's also interesting to me that Kirk Cousins, we were talking last week that he's playing at – MVP numbers type of a level. If they were talking about MVP race and if we were able to get some wins, he would definitely be in the conversation this year. But do MVPs throw 97 yard pick sixes? <laughs> it does, it, it, I, I don't know that I don't know the numbers on that, but that's my point is that when he plays like an MVP, we can't get a win. Then in this game, he throws a 97 yard pick six, doesn't break 150 passing yards. And we somehow win. What's the deal? We need to take advantage of these good Kirk Cousins games and actually win instead of, because like this win didn't really give me faith. It felt like kind of a fluky win. It did. I I guess I'll take it, you know, part of me would rather rather be 0-4 at this juncture. But guess what? We could be heading to the bottom of the division because as of today, uh, the Bears are sitting at one and three, one and four. 
Yep, they got their first win, one and four. First win in 15 attempts. And you yeah. know what? And Justin Fields, he looked good. He looked good. He has a perfect passer rating when targeting TJ Moore, DJ Moore. And it's really funny that just last week we were talking about writing him off again. Everybody was. I'm still writing him off. I'm not sold. That's one game in three years over 200 passing yards. Still not impressive. It was a good game. Um, but good I think point, the credit it goes both ways on both ends of the ball. I will give, I think it was Justin Fields' best career game, but I also think it was DJ Moore's best career game. So I think it's a 50-50 split to both of them. And I mean, it wasn't against a very good team either. Now, if it was against like a team that is two and two, uh, three and one, yeah, then maybe we can start re-looking at it. But due to the fact that it's it's still against arguably the team that people are considering the worst team in the league. I'm not really that blown away by it, but good for him for having a game over 200 yards and actually looking like a QB. Point being that if we lose this Chiefs game this week, we could be bottom feeders with Chicago right now who actually have momentum. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, it, it's not They, good they still all. have to face Chicago too. Everybody in art of it. Well, not Chicago. They still have to face the Chiefs as well. Everybody, I mean, the Lions have already faced them and defeated them. So, not saying we should be watching film from that game. Yeah, Yeah. we should be watching film. I think that would really help. That's really not us, the Vikings. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. You know, Mm -hmm. or have been. I hope they have been. I here's the thing: is that people will say that the Chiefs looked beatable this past week against the Jets. That's only because Jets has top three or five defense. You know, they made the Chiefs look a little bit silly, um, held Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer down um, in receiving yards. And we'll have to see. I I don't think, granted, we are playing at home, which is going to be a pretty, pretty big advantage there. And I know that the Vikings fans know the stakes of this game. And Thanks. I think they are going to show up in droves and they're going to cheer. And I don't think... I I think Taylor Swift is confirmed to not be in attendance this week. Okay, I was just checking. Has that been confirmed? I believe that has been confirmed. I will do my research, though. Yeah, because that's a game changer right there. Um, They're undefeated with Taylor Swift in the building. But to be honest, you know, I mean, the Chiefs are still one of the best teams in the league. I'm not arguing that. But it with what I've seen this season, it does look like they're, they've taken a step back from prior years. It's not the big, bad, scary Chiefs that I remember. I mean, I still don't want to face them on a, a week-to-week basis or have to face them going into the game one and three. It's not really an ideal matchup. But I do think there's more hope this year for smaller teams to beat them than other years. Well, I mean, think about it. They're, they've never had they've never had a lockdown defense. Well, I guess not never. But in recent years, that hasn't been their main thing, having this big elite defense. They've had a good enough defense and a very, very elite offense. And we're talking the Chiefs, right? Exactly, the Chiefs. But what we're looking at now, Eric Bieniemy leaves, goes to be the offensive coordinator of the Commanders, where Riverboat Ron is uh, sinking the ship. And I think Bieniemy knows that that's happening. Bieniemy is going to be the next head coach of the Commanders, either way. But now, you know who is the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs now? Mr. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. What, 2018 Coach of the Year for the... Chicago Bears, who was uh, dishonorably discharged. So what you're saying, Mikey, is he knows us well. This could spell trouble. That wasn't what I was saying, but, I mean, it could be that. It could be that. My point being that that, you know, that's a huge effect on why the Chiefs offense has looked so just kind of lackluster. I mean, Matt Nagy is a step down from Eric Bieniemy as far as uh, offensive coordinator. Also, uh, but it is something research, that can work to our advantage. Research has not yet confirmed. I, I must have misread a headline over the week, but it has not been confirmed or denied. Taylor Swift's attendance at this game. Mm. I did As see something like 12 hours ago, the last night's evening news. It has not been confirmed. I did see something. I can't remember what play it was, but it was one Minnesota fan kind of like trash talking a little bit, saying how. Oh, we're going to work on our T-Swift, like, uh, trash lines so we can get in Travis Kelsey's head. And I was like, dude, I'm like, you're one and three. Shut the f*** up. 
just <laughs> on the game plan. Like we are not in the boat to be like doing this. It's just like, it made me so mad. Cause there was a guy I didn't even recognize the name. And I'm like, are you even a starter? So like, no, who said that? I know what you're talking about. I know who it was too. It wasn't, it wasn't a big guy. It wasn't no. Byron Murphy. No, I think it was Byron Murphy. Yeah, it was Byron Murphy. He is a starter. He is a starter, but come on, man. Elevated hair a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, is, I think it was him. Yet, I, I kind of was just like, shut up. I'm like, we are not <laughs> We are not in a position to be trash talking, especially the best tight end of the last 10, 15 years. It's like, no, like you, come on, man. Like <laughs> He's going to be like lined up. He's gonna be lined up in man coverage. He's gonna be going. Taylor Swift's new album sucks. Blank space over there. Just like, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. Be, it's just Travis Kelsey found a blank space. Yeah, it's honestly if you're gonna make There's fun of him for anything, yard gain. Yeah, if you're gonna make fun of him for anything, it's the Allstate commercials. Uh, but like, leave Taylor out of it. Well, I know you. You mentioned Mr. Pfizer, Carrie. Um, I don't know if you guys saw Kelsey's um, press conference talking about that, how Aaron Rodgers referred to him as Mr. Pfizer. He wears that proudly. He's happy to – he never thought that he would be in the vaccine wars against Aaron Rodgers, but no, nah, he's he's all right being called Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> Just a funny situation, though. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, – Well, the story, keep your mouth shut, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. There was a, I don't know. There was a lot of interesting things that happened in the league this week. Um, you want to talk about the Texans? How they're just, they're going off. Anybody see that? C.J. Stroud. I, well, I had a vision. I picked him up in fantasy two weeks ago because I, I had figured this was going to be coming. It just, I, I smelt something in the water after they got their first big win. I was like, ah, he is looking really good. You like, know what I think? I'm trying to think of, of a quarterback rookie year to compare him to where you kind Andrew of go, Luck. Oh, probably Andrew oh. Luck's the only one, and he's outperforming Andrew Luck. Yeah. Um, yeah, he still hasn't thrown a pick. No, that's the thing that impresses me most. I mean, like, I know he I'm pretty sure he's had the most passing yards for a rookie at this point, and maybe the most touchdowns, but the one that really impresses me is the no interceptions. Because, like, yep, I mean, he's in the top five already, and I mean, if he can keep this up, I don't think he'll win it, but his name's got to be put into the MVP vote. Do we but, think um, Kirk retains the number one spot for passing touchdowns after this week? Well, I he's do. got the lead by two right now. I, he could. I think he well. will just because I think it's going to be a shootout game and it's going to be high stakes. Uh, but, yeah. But, no, back to that CJ Stroud and the Texans. Um no, I've been really impressed with it. And I think what really helps is I can imagine a lot of teams this year didn't focus heavily on the Texans. They just assume like, oh, this is going to be a bad team. Like there's there's other matchups that deserve more time. And I think it's especially in these early weeks, it's biting a few teams. Um, I think it's going to change from here on out because then now you have to understand. So every cornerback wants to be that, oh, we got the first interception. Oh, we broke the streak. So there's always that now when you go into a game, especially being such a young player. But if he can just rely on his QB coaches and his fundamentals, I think he should be a okay. Because I mean, he's doing this with not a lot of crazy weapons. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's got Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Robert Woods, and I mean, to the exception of Robert Woods, I think the average football fan would be like Nico who? Mm-hmm. Like it's just that's just it. It's I'm pretty impressed that he's doing this with the crew he was given and because we kind of all were ready to write the Texans off. And now there's a reason to pay attention to Texans football. And it's fun to watch. It is fun. He's a fun player to watch. And the connection that he has with Nico and tank, especially, I mean, yeah. and Damian Pierce still uh, the young running back over there only in his second year, he's really finding his footing as well. We could no, be yeah. looking at a future team there. I don't know. It's it's definitely a division that is it's open. Pretty easy to succeed in. I mean, I a lot of people kind of had the Jaguars as finishing close to the top in the AFC this year, but that doesn't seem to quite be coming to fruition quite yet. Um, no, Colts are Colts are looking pretty good too. I wouldn't 
discount Anthony Richardson as well. He's having he's to have a little bit of an injury right away, but that's just because he keeps putting his body on the line. Exactly. Well, I think that's going to clean up for him once uh, Jonathan Taylor finally does make it back into the fold. Mm-hmm. He had a press conference this week. He was talking about, you know, what he wants right now is not necessarily the most important thing. What he can do right now to help their team is what's most important. So it seems like, you know, seems like maybe he's turning a new leaf here, uh, stepping up, you know, a little bit of a more mature move as opposed to things that were going on in the offseason with Jonathan Taylor. So it's good to see. Really happy for the Colts as far as that goes. Um, And having a guy like that is really going to help Anthony Richardson, especially this year. Um, what they do at the running back position next year, who knows? Can they make amends? I'm guessing not. I think Jonathan Taylor's on the move, but it sounds like he's going to be uh, ready to finish out this year with the Colts. And I mean, um, not to change the subject again, but this is a great rookie class. I've been seeing a lot of videos talking about it, how people are already saying this might be the best rookie class in NFL history. And I mean, like, it's still pretty early, but we got like 10 guys who are just coming out of the gates playing better than veteran players um, who are really showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Puka, I mean, who's the kicker? There's a kicker who hasn't even, and I mean, they're talking about him. He hasn't even missed a kick yet, and he's a rookie. And it's like, okay, that's that's good. Is Um, that the, the Cowboys kicker or is that the Niners kicker? It's the Niners kicker. My, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Usually I don't follow kickers extremely closely. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, I just saw that. And then, I mean, we have several QBs from this draft who are playing better than projected. Um, we have a lot of great receivers from this draft who are playing better, and Jordan Addison being one of them, except for last game he kind of had a dud. But well, You're so. not always going to have – you know, I think that's to be expected. You know, there's going to be some big Jordan Addison games – Last yeah. week was – I think the Vikings got blessed with Justin Jefferson's rookie year, and we're kind of used to that where it's like, oh, if a rookie's not putting up 100 receiving yards a game, they're a bust. Well, yeah, and honestly, I mean, like, looking at Justin Jefferson's first four games to Jordan Addison's first four games, I mean, Jordan Addison was used a little bit more. It was that – Justin Jefferson he, didn't start his first two and a half games. Yeah, no, well, trust me. I know. I was I dropped him because of it. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, but like I and that made me happy because he was like, okay, let's get this guy into the situation. And it looks like he's he's good for anywhere from like six to eight targets a game, which isn't super crazy yet. But I mean, for a rookie, that's really good. And he's been able to make the most of it. And I mean, yeah, it's it's still a long season. I think we still have there's still plenty of time for him to maybe even potentially become a thousand yard receiver. Well, are you guys are you guys at all concerned about the amount of times that we're having Kirk Cousins throw the ball? Do you think that this is something that's sustainable? Do you think that it's going to be something that we keep doing? Do you think that we go to a more balanced run game? I think what, now start? that Cam Akers is sort of integrated, once he really, really gets in there, and if we can especially you know, start to develop some competency on the O-line, I think the Chiefs are going to be a really good test this week for this O-line because – if we do happen to get destroyed, um, we maybe could see Dalton Reisner next week, you know, but I, I think this will be a really good test for our run game as well. Can we play a balanced attack? Because there's no, is it sustainable? Maybe, but I'm leaning towards maybe not with kind of where Kirk's at in his career. Maybe Kirk, when he first joined the Vikings, maybe could have this sort of level of production and still feel his ribs, you know, not cracking beneath him, but I think we're going to have to balance things out a little bit more, but that was just tough in these first couple of weeks because we weren't really quite necessarily seeing good production in the run game. But I, I expect things to balance out, and I expect Kirk to still play great. Um, I have full faith in this team. And like I said, if we can you know, lose this game, even if we happen to win it, we've got a good chunk of games after this where we could go on a serious run. I'm talking mm-hmm. like a five-plus game win streak. Yeah, yeah. Except um, for the Niners game. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that one. They're they're. they're well, we're good. talking after this Chiefs game, potentially going and winning like six of seven games. Like we That'd seriously could. Yeah. Um. To the question about having a more balanced offense, I don't think so. Really, I think this season is going to be a forty-five 
uh, passing attempt every game for Kirk unless we have a lead and make a comfortable lead, which in the last two seasons, I just that's not Viking style football. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. And then I think what really will, like what Kerry said, will affect the run game to see if it's maybe we get more to like 20, 25 rush attempts per our starting back is what's happening with Cam Akers, Alexander Madison. Because with the last game, it I don't know if it, you guys felt this way, but when I was watching it, it was like it felt more of like auditions between the two of like who's going to be the lead back. Because it looks like we are not comfortable with Alexander Madison at the lead back. Um, and I think that's a huge reason why we brought Cam Akers in, which I don't know. I'm not the biggest Cam Akers fan, but I'm always a big I, – I like the idea of a guy going to a new team to try to get a new beginning. So willing to give him a fresh slate, but – it really depends. And like what you also said, Carrie, can the offense give Kirk Cousins time? Cause it just seems like he's not getting times and we just have to do it's we have to pass the ball. It's like the running backs aren't getting any big games besides last game. Last game I thought was the best game our run looked. Um but and yeah, I that was the first game with Cam Akers. Yep, yep. And it's just I'm not too sure. I'm not really especially and I don't think this is a good week to look to see for more balance because I think this is going to be a game where we're put into an uncomfortable position for majority of the game and we're going to have to just play that style of football which usually results in 40 to 50 passing attempts from Kirk Cousins which is my hot take Kirk Cousins is going to have 55 pass attempts next game 55 55 yeah I like it I like it so I guess do you have a a hot take buddy you know I'm, I'm still working on that one um, yeah, still, still working on that, but I guess my next question is, and it kind of, you know, you, you guys may have both a little bit answered this, but by the end of the season, do you think that it's going to be an equal share between Alexander Madison cam makers, or do you think that somebody comes out as the clear lead back by the end of this season? I think knowing the Vikings, we're not going to be able to ever make a decision about anything. So I think what will happen is between now and the end of the season, I expect each of these running backs to have their own 125 yard two touchdown game. Mm-hmm. That's just the nature of the beast. One of them is also going to get hurt. You know, that's also the, that's how Vikings football works. So I would expect both of these guys to at least have one flashy game. Mm-hmm. And then knowing the Vikings fans are going to say, well, clearly that guy should be the guy. But then the next week, the other guy will get the majority of the carries Yep. And going off of the one game I've had with both of them playing at the same time, I'm leaning towards more of a Cam Akers taking a little bit more of the majority. He just seemed like he could do more on the offensive side that Alexander Madison. He's a speedier back. Alexander Madison's more of a power back. Yep. And I mean, Alexander Madison isn't really that big of a power back. Like I really would like somebody a little bit bigger. Um, but I do think I don't know. I think Cam Akers just has a little bit more of experience. He's played on better teams with winning. He's a Super Bowl champion, exactly. So I think that's more important for the team um, is having a guy like that. So I don't think it's going to be dramatic like eighty twenty. I think it's going to be more of like a maybe forty five fifty five throughout Ooh. the season, and it could go either way. I do. Yes, think that's what I. Yeah, a sixty forty that is yep. constantly changing and evolving depending yeah. on what the other team looks like. And then I have a hot take. We might, by the end of the next year, we probably won't have either one of them. That's an extreme possibility, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, I I think don't, if you don't like this Minnesota run game, just be patient. I think it's going to change dramatically. It's, this is going back again with my biggest problem of the season. Um, Not enough moves made in the offseason. And I think we really kind of were relying on Alexander Madison. You were so good when Dalvin Cook had to sit down. So you can be our starter. And I mean, I was one of those guys too. And now I'm starting to realize, okay, maybe some people are just better to be that backup back. Maybe some people fit that scheme and aren't meant to be the main workhorse. The Vikings will trade three first round picks for Derrick Henry. Oh, no. It'll be the new Herschel Walker trade. No. He's not bad. I'll take him. I'll no, but really first, first round pick. at this point in his career, yeah, no, but I, I would, I would take, I would Derek take him if he gets cut. Like, yeah, no, we're gonna trade the whole farm for him. I mean, still, yeah. I think fantasy wise, last I looked, he's a top five running back. So, see, guys, we're just, we're just a running back away. 
<laughs> uh, I think we're a whole defense away. Well, yeah, we had to trade exactly. pretty much every starter for him. Justin Jefferson, Kirk <laughs> Cousins, Daniil Hunter. And a package of first-round picks. <laughs> and we got Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's... And they're like third-string wide receiver. Yeah. Probably white guy. Who is their third string wide receiver? I don't know. Titans are probably Can like. Can you name their second string wide receiver? I know they had Traylon Burks. That Traylon Burks like, oh, is probably. D-Hop. D-Hop. D-Hop is number one or Traylon Burks. Yeah, one of those two guys, but I I don't know who else. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But, mm. I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. But uh, I was I was also. I saw a headline and I didn't click into it, but it was like three Vikings that could be, uh, that could be gone by the trade deadline. Those things always like my dad will text me and he'll go, Oh, I heard this person got cut. And it's like, no, you just read one of those headlines that said three Vikings that could get cut. And then like one player is like on the thumbnail of the article. (laughs) And it's a player. That's not one of the three. It's like three players get cut, get cut. And it's Justin Jefferson is the thumbnail. Yeah. Like, what? Clickbait. All right. Do you guys think that there are any players? I mean, are we even at a point where, you know, if, if it comes to the trade deadline. It's too early. It's we're too not buyers. We're we not going to. Four weeks. We still have four yeah. weeks until the trade deadline. It is yeah. way too early. The Vikings at that point could be sitting at, because do we ever buy before or after week eight? We're week seven, I believe. Okay. So we could be sitting at like. Four and three at the trade deadline. That is not a time where you sell. No. That is not a point. That is not a record in which you say, all right, time to give up. Let's trade away Kirk Cousins. Let's trade away just no, Alexander Madison. A, that's a time you know? to buy. Yes. It's a time to salvage and see what you can do. Yes. Especially, we have to wait and see where the rest of the division is sitting. There's a good chance I have – one of my things that I keep thinking about is I can totally see this division because the Lions schedule is about to get a little harder. I could see this division start sort of become like the, the NFC East of COVID times where the Washington commanders were the number one seed at what was it? Eight and nine or something like that. Like eight, eight and one. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like last year, which was the NFC South. Yes. I could totally see this division sort of shrinking up. Maybe not the Bears, but like the Packers, Lions, and Vikings by the end of the year all kind of sitting close to 500. Or like no team, only one team has double-digit wins. The rest still only have maybe like seven wins. You know, I expect this to kind of even out. I can absolutely see that. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's only been one divisional game this entire season for any of the teams. I think it was the Bears and Packers, so we haven't even got into divisional matchups yet, and that's six games right there. Lions and Packers. Did they? Did the Lions and Packers play? I don't think they played it. Did they? Lions and Packers played. They played Thursday night football. No, I thought that was Packer. That was Packers Bears. Because that's when Jordan Love won. No, it was Packers Lions. I'll look up quick. It was but, Packers Lions because the I was doing pet fan. And the director that I work with, he's a diehard Lions fan, and he was watching on his phone. Yep, they we did. Were both yeah. talking about Jordan Love. But there's been two. Then there's been. Uh, I still think that might be the. And then yep, then there was the um, Packers Bears. So there's the only ones that have had any divisional matchups yet. And do the Vikings have the Bears next week? Yes. Yes, I think so. I mean, I like that. Let's see. And then we face the Bears twice within three weeks, I'm pretty sure. It goes Bears. Bears, Bears, It's Bears, Niners, Packers, Falcons, Saints. A lot of winnable games. Broncos, Bears, Bears, Bengals, Lions, Packers, Lions. There's so many winnable games there. But this next game, getting back to the Chiefs, I think this is going to be the most important game of the season for the Vikings. Isn't I mean, that what we say every week? No, but I mean, you really got to look at it. This is the game where consensus. You're not up. wrong. I'm not. I'm not this, debating that. If you win this game, let's face it. I really am confident in us beating the Bears. That sets us up to 500. That puts us back at pretty much a fresh restart. Now let's just finish the season strong. 
You lose this game now, puts you one and four. Then you're crawling. But we're not a good enough team is that, with a favorable matchup. We're not a good team to come back from one and four. Other point there is that, you know, this is also kind of our last AFC game for a little bit. Next AFC team I think I heard in there was Broncos. And that's like four weeks from now. This is our, your last chance to kind of like, okay, if we win this AFC game, that takes a little bit less pressure off of some of these NFC games, potentially, if you were to drop one of those games, like the Niners game, for instance, at least having a better record going into that, you're not looking at all of those NFC games thinking, okay, if we lose one of these, this could deal major consequences for the standings at the end of the season, you know, and the seeding. So mm-hmm. I think a win here, it is the most important game of the season. It's our toughest test. It's our, it's the David and Goliath. It's the but if we win it, oh my God, they are going to champagne bottle in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. Also, wouldn't it be really awesome if we could remain the only team that Patrick Mahomes has never defeated? Has he not defeated us? Well, we yeah. have not played him. No, because the last time the Vikings faced the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes was out with an injury. Oh, interesting. The Chiefs beat them anyway. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, still, would, oh, yeah, wouldn't no. that be awesome? And it's one of those um, things where I think the offense is going to have to be perfect, and that's been the criticism. I mean, yeah, yeah, the it's offense will have to be perfect, and the defense will have to be okay. <laughs> they well, can't right. be any like, worse than okay. It might be every possession the Chiefs are scoring, so that means we can't do these three and outs. A shootout. No, I don't even score predictions. Hot takes. Yeah, well, I already told you the hot takes. Kirk Cousins is going to have 55 passing attempts. Score mm-hmm. prediction, Chiefs 34, Vikings 14. Oof. I, 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 I know how important this game is. Don't trust our defense. And I just feel like we always get put in these games, especially against, like, big, big teams, where it's just we really underperform. And it's like we won't be able to get momentum until the second half. Um, here's my hot take. I believe TJ Hawkinson and Travis Kelsey have the same number of receptions and touchdowns. I'm not going to say they have the same number of yards. Well, I could, you know what? It's a hot take. That's a, they have, that's, they have the that's, exact that's same line Vegas to win, like exact same line, but load of money. Um, that being said, um, high scoring game chiefs come out on top 42 chiefs Vikings 33. You know, not to say I'm Nostradamus or anything, but when was the last time any of us had a correct hot take on this show? <laughs> so I'm riding quite the, you know, people are coming to me asking me about my predictions for this game. You know? Yeah. <laughs> He said, Carrie, please, please, Carrie, tell us. I had to turn down an NFL network spot because I have a doctor's appointment this weekend. So, sorry. Good for you. Way to look out. You're going to have to stand my ground a little bit. But um, this game is going into overtime. Chiefs win on a field goal 34-31. Oof. Brutal. Yeah. It's sad we don't have faith in our Vikings. Um. But that, that is my hot take, is that it's going into overtime. Yeah. You guys think Daniil Hunter is getting any sex this game? Uh, Depends on Chiefs O-line. Do we have an injury report? Can I look it up? Yeah, go ahead and look it up. And um, while you're doing that, how well do you remember last season? Oh, my. Trying to find a good segue into it, but we just haven't talked about it. So Daniil Hunter is having a really good season this year. He's at five sacks. And we've known Daniil Hunter to be probably our best pass rusher for, what, the better part of the last, I don't know, seven seasons or so. So how many sacks did Daniil Hunter have at the end of last season? Mm. And, Carrie, I believe you got the last two points. So this will go to Mikey. And is I'm going to three one. Is the score 3-1? Is, is it is. It is. is. The Vikings record. Okay, Mikey. Here we go. You I'm going to defer back to Carrie. Oh, I don't like that move. Carrie, here we go. This is You could ice this season right here. 
Um, so I was looking up the injury report, which I have. Um, what was it? Neil Hunter sacks total um, last season. How many did he have last season? Total. Total. Uh, he was hurt, right? Wasn't he? He was hurt a bunch. No, no, he wasn't. I think he was. He missed a couple games. Um, Austin, final answer is eight. Eight. Mikey. I will say. did Neil Hunter have last season? I will say eight and a half. That was a smart move, Mikey. You get a point. He had ten and a half sacks at the end of last season. And he did miss several games. But he had a really good end of the season. Yeah, I knew it was low. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I wasn't sure if it – in my mind, eight was floating around there, but I will say that direct ten and a half was floating around, and this was one that I felt I had to defer to carry, see yeah. where he went, play it uh, the Price is Right style. Nope, for sure. Which you right. know, so here's what I, I hate to see it. I hate when people do that, but it's a smart I strategy. Do it. I get why they do it. Here's what I got for an injury report. Both, do we want the Chiefs or the Vikings first? Let's do about, the Chiefs. Yeah, how about the Chiefs? Okay, I'm going off of their Friday practice. So we've got um, Matt Dickerson. That's like a punter or a kicker, right? Are you thinking of Dicker the kicker? I don't know who this person is, Matt Dickerson. Let's Um, see. Oh, defensive tackle for the Chiefs. Questionable, um, limited in practice Friday. Nick Bolton, that's a huge one. Linebacker. He's so, he's are you telling me the Chiefs special teams is Dickerson and butt kicker? No, 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 no. It's a defensive tackle. Okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> that is I'm like, hmm. Huh. <laughs> Nick Bolton, that's a huge one. He he's their one of their leading tacklers, uh, linebacker, questionable, limited on Friday. Um other than that, everyone else is full participant. Um, so generally very healthy, healthy. um, Vikings. Here's, we got Brian Asamoa limited participant in practice on Friday. He's questionable. Garrett Bradbury, full participant on Friday. He's good to go. Love that. For this game. I absolutely love that. Um, Lewis seen, uh, uh, which it was his birthday this past a couple days ago. Uh, Shout out. Happy birthday, Lewis. Vikings posted on Instagram, uh, happy birthday, Lewis Seen. Let's all give our guy a good happy birthday. The top comment on the post, uh, the most liked comment was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say happy birthday, Lewis Seen. We'll maybe put you in for a play or two. Oh, no, First the, round pick. All right. uh, Marcus Davenport, full participant Friday. Questionable yes. designation going into the game. So that's not good. Um, other than that, uh, Nick Mullins, limited participant, questionable going into the game. What do you like? Tweak up his back while he was playing backyard football with his kids? How do you, how do you get well, an injury when you're not playing? Well, that changes everything. If we don't have Nick Mullins, we ain't winning. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the. If we don't have somebody to warm up with Kirk Cousins on the sideline. What are we going to do? Um, other what are we that, who's gonna do that? Jaron Hall? I don't think so. <laughs> other than that, things are looking good. Josh Metellus had an injury designation this week. It was a shoulder, but he was a full participant Friday and he's good to go. So Garrett Bradbury being back is massive. Yes, it is. Um yeah, and been, Marcus Davenport carrying a questionable designation into this game, despite being a full participant on Friday, not a great sign. Well, hey, when when Marcus Davenport plays more than one snap for the Vikings, we're undefeated. <laughs> also, my Bud Grant patch theory is no longer correct. Oh, really? As well. Did they wore the patches last week? They were wearing them all season. Oh, but Mike, Mikey, what did you share? It's like Minnesota Vikings have never won a game with like Tony Romo and um... and Jim Nance. Yep, and they are on the call. God, especially if Taylor's at this game, I don't think I'm going to be able to listen to the TV broadcast. I, I don't think. Oh, I love like, it. I think it's hilarious. I, oh, I don't know, Jim. Jim, I don't know. We're going to have to. Fan. I love Jim, everything I think that's I going see on. Taylor in the stands there, Jim. Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> it is bringing in a whole new market to football. Like, 
this is going to change the game where boyfriends no longer have to worry about like, babe, I want to just sit down on Sunday and watch football because they're there looking for Taylor Swift the whole time. It's I saw somebody say, I wish, uh, I wish Travis Kelsey was dating a, uh, like a climate control studier <laughs> or like somebody that could actually do some good by bringing this much attention to the NFL. No, I, I love they're, they're my, I don't care too much for like, I don't care a lot about many celebrity couples. I love what's going on here with you Taylor would. Swift and Travis Kelly. I do. Don't tell me I would because I would, you know, don't say it with that tone just because it's true. I just want to say I was a T Swizzle fan before she even started dating Travis Kelsey. Wow. Wow. Here we go. Wow. But you know what I really love? Wow. I love this like the reverse memes now where like these boyfriends are like going up to their girlfriends and be like, Man, this Taylor Swift, she's gonna blow up now that she's with this Travis Kelsey guy. And they're like, What? And she's like, he's like, Yeah, I mean, like, she's just gonna get so much notoriety. He's like the best tight end in the league. And they're like, Are you are you kidding me? She's like the number one selling artist in the world. And he's like, yeah, because she's dating Travis Kelsey now. It's just like. I, I love the memes on uh, what was Monday night? The Chiefs and the. No, that was Sunday night last week. Chiefs and the Jets. You know, it was the screenshots of Aaron Rodgers and Taylor Swift. And they said, gosh, I wish that, you know, they the cameras would stop panning to this diva who doesn't even play football. Just show us more Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I don't mind the Taylor Swift thing. I, yes, you know, maybe they show her a little bit too much, but I don't mind it. You know, it, it doesn't really affect football. People, we just want to watch football. Well, they're not like cutting to her mid-play. Like, no. What's just, and like? What's the difference? They're gonna give her a mic eventually. They're gonna give her a mic. Yeah, yeah. She'll be on the call. They're, they're gonna mic her up. They're gonna Tony, mic Tony her will up. Be like, oh, I don't know, Taylor. Uh, what well, do you think? We got a third down play here, Taylor. Uh, Taylor Swift and Donna Kelsey mic'd up at yes. the game. They'll be they'll be cutting to Gene Steratore. Well, oh, let's cut to Gene, and then they'll cut to Taylor instead. Mm-hmm. No, that's funny. But I also just love all the broadcasters right now. It's been a running game of how many song titles can you say like in a segment and it's 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 really fun to watch it goes oh, yeah. over a lot super, of their heads super funny it is it's 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 like if you're drinking on a game you can make a really good drinking game out of all the taylor swift references now i think i'll be drinking anyway but yeah yeah maybe yeah. probably not for good reasons either after this game well maybe for good reasons though i mean if they can if they can beat the chiefs like i, I mean, said Exactly. Like, how far, how high, how, how far can they go? Oh, do know. you think we get a you like that from Kirk if they beat him? I'm sure we do. I'm sure we do. Whether it's in the tunnel, that I don't know, but I bet it will be, there will be a you like that in the locker room. Yeah. If that happens. Well, okay. So, what if, if you were Brian Murphy? And you were going to trash talk Travis Kelsey in this game. What Taylor Swift song or title are you using to trash talk him? I think Shake It Off is probably a good one. Like, if you can get a big hit on him, like, just be like, Shake It Off, Kelsey. Or, oh, that's good. Or after Kelsey, you know, scores a big touchdown on him, he goes, no, just, just shake it off. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of Exile. Again, after uh, after Kelsey scores on him, he goes, I think I've seen this film before, and I didn't like the ending. <laughs> oh. It's me. I, I, I'm the problem. It's me. Do we have any former Chiefs players on our team? Do we? Hmm. That not is a question. Not a notoriety. Because mm. I was hoping we could do Never Getting Back Together with like Mahomes or something. I don't know. Okay, we got to get out of this. We're we're becoming every other football network show, and yeah, look at the media's done to us. They're even taking we we've sold out. We've yeah, yeah, we have. Look at us. Who'd have thought? Just a couple, three Swiffers. Yes, three Swiffers. (laughs) (laughs) Three jet mops. Yeah. Uh, I'm the Swiffer wet jet. Well, all right, boys. Uh, I, I don't have anything else for this game. No, I mean, 
I think it's pretty kind of cut in stone already. I, there wasn't much to discuss about it. It's basically, can we survive? It's low stakes, but at the same time, super, super high stakes. Yeah, because, I mean, it, this, this win could change the season. I mean, I mean, we could talk about breakdown um, kind of defensive schemes and offensive plans, but I think it's pretty clear it's going to be a, a shootout for the Vikings. Um, I think unless we are able to score right away, we're not going to be running the ball early in the game. And I think we're just going to get put in the position we've been in the last couple of weeks where it's just, okay, guys, KJ, Jordan Addison, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, go make magic out there. I'll try to find one of you. It might be a might be a big Isaiah Pacheco game on the ground for the Chiefs. Don't know that it's going to be a big um, Vikings run game, though. Yeah, I just hate that he's doing, might be a boat race. I hate that like Pacheco is actually doing good because that was the one thing we've had for a little bit. Any teams had on the Chiefs is like, oh, they don't have an amazing running game, and now here he's just. It's like he's not amazing, but he's good. And it's annoying because it just helps out everything else on that team. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It, it uh, definitely helps the other shortcomings that the team may have. So, yeah. It's just like, can we put Clyde back in? <laughs> C-E-H. C-E-H. Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose that'll do it for us this week. I'm sure we'll be back sometime next week. You know, we have very busy schedules, but I appreciate that we can still get together and make something happen here, guys. Yeah. We should open up here once this. Don't forget to censor Austin. <laughs> Don't forget that we got. We have, Ugh, we have a so much... bomb. We have to. That's so much work. Yeah, Austin. We, it is we, so much work. We buddy. get one clean it up a bit. season. Let's just keep it. I, I guess that's true. Well, I mean, you know, it's still rated PG thirteen. We get one non-sexual use of the f word. So. I think we're good. I think Austin's about to drop a sexual use. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. We're we're gonna So do you guys Taylor Taylor Swift Swift? LTR? Hey, hey, stop it. We're gonna get out of here. Friends. Uh all right. We'll see you later. Welcome back. It's the after show. It's for the real fans who know to stick around. I sometimes forget to stick around. Only once. Only once. It's okay. Uh, What's new with you, fellas? Not too much. You know, it's the same old stuff. Keeping busy, doing shows. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be at the show tonight, Mike? I will. I'll be at both shows tonight. Lovely. I love two show days. No, no, it'll be good. Uh, I'll be at those shows, and I should be finding out about a cast list in just a couple of hours. For what show? Uh, White Christmas. Oh, is that? Great Northern. So where's that at? It's a Great Northern Theater Company. Cold yeah, Spring. Oh, okay. Nice. So that's, where's Cold Spring? Is that down by the cities? No, no. It's uh, it's about 20 minutes from St. Cloud. So oh, Nice. Fun, fun, yeah. fun. Is that a musical or just straight play? It's a musical. It's based on the the movie starring Bing Crosby. So yeah, they well they just did that one. Great just did that one, right? Yeah, Great did that one last year. I remember our choir teacher like playing that during Christmas time, and I'm like, is there any other Christmas movie we can watch besides this? <laughs> I was like, this is just not good, and I'm like, I just as I remembered, I was like, this is not aged well. I'm like, man, they treat women like crap in this mm-hmm. and it's it's you know it's one of those very old-timey you know like the, the classics is what they would say you're, you're oh, into what you're into classic <laughs> what was that now 
you're into what you're into, so you just like things the old-fashioned way. Don't don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> no, that'll be fun. Oh, that'll be good to hear. How about you, Carrie? What's new with you? Um, I've got a little uh, strep throat right now, actually. I've been oh my gosh! Stay away! Whoa, whoa, throat. whoa! Yeah, yeah. Mask up, but uh, I'm not quite sure. I've got like this little white. I have my tonsils out. So I don't know if that's it, but luckily I have a doctor's appointment on um, Monday that I've had scheduled since July. Like it, it's so it's that far out where if you got an appointment, you're scheduling it months in advance. So yeah, going back well, to I understand why you had to turn down NFL Network then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor's appointment on Monday. Um, I was just gonna like do a physical and just see how I'm doing, but coincidentally, I've got this now, so I'll probably have her look at that too and. Trying to figure out what's going on there. Talk to old Coach Julie and see what's up. Old Coach Julie. Yeah. Good stuff. What's like your guys' uh to like pretend we're old men for a bit? What's your what's your first thing that you've kind of like dealt with where I've got all oh, my nagging back or my shoulder? <laughs> I think we what know what Mikey's is. <laughs> yeah. Well, even if it hadn't been that, Mike, what would be your Hmm. Um, I have over the past two years, I've gone into the ER with like, like a, like a terrible chest pain in the middle of the night. So like, you know, they, they tested my heart. My heart's all good. You ticker. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. Um, they found nothing. They found that I have some scar tissue on my liver, but it's apparently not concerning to them. (laughs) I'm a little concerned about it, but they seem to say that it's, it's normal and everything else is normal. Got to stop drinking those amaretto sours, Mikey. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. All right, Asti, what's your, what's your big, I've been a, I've honestly been able to stay very healthy throughout my life. Um, like I had, so I, I contributed. So when I was in fifth grade, I got shingles. The doctor said it was the youngest. Case. Bradshaw. Yeah, he was like, it was the youngest case of shingles he's ever seen. So I got shingles. I missed like three or four weeks of school, fifth grade. I came back for two days and I got mono and I missed a whole other week of school. And ever since then, I've been able to stay relatively pretty healthy. Every time I've had to go into like the doctor's office, it's like, oh, I need to get stitches because I cut my hand. Or it's like, oh, nothing like major concerned to be like but you're the oldest of all of us you're telling me your back hasn't been starting to hurt as you've gotten older i you know what do you do yoga every morning or what's your secret um, eight hours of sleep every night i i i honestly if i don't get eight hours of sleep i get i don't like it i don't want i don't want seven hours i don't want six hours i don't want nine hours it's just eight hours of sleep i'm prioritize that over everything in my life college or everything i always made sure i got sleep so I don't know. Um, I didn't play very contact heavy sports really growing up. Like I did one season of football, but besides that, I mean, I did basketball, I'm in baseball and then I mean, theater. So no, I mean, my knees are good. I, I mean, I did tear a little cartilage in high school in my knee, but that's all healed up and I haven't had a problem with that in like four years. Um, but no, I mean, my eyesight I can tell is getting a little weaker. That's about it. I'd say. But that's just kind of common. It's just thing. our damn phones. Yeah, I really do think so. Yeah, I'm worried about that. Also, hot take. I'm worried about in the future. We keep our phones pretty close to the family jewels. Mm-hmm. I mean, our I have a very high increase of testicular cancer. Move, move your phone away now, boys. <laughs> but no, honestly, I haven't really had. I don't have back problems. I um. No, and I mean, if I, I'm pretty good if I know I'm going to do something pretty sh- straining, I'm going to stretch right before. Hmm. Kerry, did you say what yours is? Oh, my my right knee has always given me problems. Hey, me too. 11 years of martial arts, uh, a couple seasons of soccer, and... <laughs> that injury. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been the same since that weird little freak injury I had, but... You two got glass knees. My yeah, left knee, immaculate. You just keep talking, buddy. You just keep talking. I really, I really don't wish a knee injury on you, but 
I mean, I mean, I've had, like I said, I mean, I've, I've hurt the cartilage in my knee. You remember when I went down, uh, uh, I believe the Burrs were all in attendance for that game and they brought Matt as well. And Matt and Lucas started singing Another One Bites the Dust when I was on the ground writhing in pain. And your parents were there. They had just arrived. Oh, Didn't you score? Oh. Did you score two goals? I was on my way to a hat trick. Literally, I had the ball on a breakaway goal one-on-one. And when I made one turn, that's when I went down. Otherwise, I would have scored again. Top scorer of the team. Yep. Yeah, I just remember hearing that, like, because this was, like, my first year in college. And I just, like, remember talking to people. And they're like, Harry's actually really good at soccer. Like, he's, like, really good. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I guess I can kind of see it. Because, I mean, like, I was like, really? I'm like, usually. What I tell people about JV is that they could never have the money to hire more than one ref. So if you had a bad ref or somebody that had their eyes somewhere else, because think about JV. That's like, you're either getting people like me and Mikey who are joining for the first time their junior and senior year, or you're getting, like, all-star, like, the future varsity <laughs> captains yep. that are in like seventh and eighth grade that get to like make the JV team. I would, I liked to uh, describe my play as Von Miller. I would literally put my shoulder into like a 14 year old and <laughs> put him on the ground and they'd be like crying and the ref's looking the other way. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. The ref would turn the other way. They didn't want to do anything about that. That's um, no, that was, that's, that's very good. Career That's ended good. before it could even begin. No, I remember I went, I was there. I was there at the cart with you because I didn't see all that much playing time. So I could afford <laughs> to go and visit you at the cart. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I love Mike, that. Like, Mike Mikey, carried me off the field, I'm pretty sure. Mikey, didn't you kind of want to do it? And then you talk Carrie into it. And then no, Carrie did it. Carrie did it first. I, heard, I right. found out that Carrie was doing it and I was so inspired. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it too. You know what? Why not? And then Mike, our, uh, the constant, you driving me to practice, but there's never room in the back of your car for my crutches. Cause you have like hockey nets, and, like random taco John's bags. Was this the Nissan still? Probably. Yeah. It was the green uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. And you there got was some so back much stuff hard, back there that I couldn't even like put my seat back to like fit my knee fully extended leg in there. Oh God. And we, we when we went, uh, 50 down uh, La Berge, uh Paul Larson drive there to skip a train. Don't do what we did, folks. Mm-hmm. Don't do what we did. We were. Mikey, wow. you, you have a lead foot. <laughs> like, I remember one time we were like riding back to my house and you're like, you want to race? And I'm like, no, Mikey, it's like snowing. I'm like, it's winter. Like, this is a bad idea. And you're like, well, we're going to race. And Mikey guns it past me. I'm like, because I'm like, there's sharp turns. I'm like, I know, like, if you go too fast, you're going in the ditch. And I pull into my driveway. I have a picture of it somewhere. Mikey's car, whole front, back end is off the ground. He is literally, like, if he was going probably 10 miles per hour, he would have gone in the creek. Hey, I've learned, like, I've learned. I've learned since then. No tickets. That wasn't the learning lesson. We all know what the learning lesson was when you almost got a felony because of speeding. Hey, you know what? I paid my fine. I did my time. Uh, we're past it you just you got you got that ricky bobby in you you do i want to go fast (laughs) first go last (laughs) all right in our last uh in our last minute coming up here um if you were if you feel like you could relate to a video game character in that way um who would it be i I might be sonic because i want to go fast Mm. That's a hard one. Um, and you know what? It can change depending on your situation, just however you're feeling right now. You know what? Maybe, no pressure. Maybe Sub-Zero because I'm just that damn cold. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, mm. 99 overall, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, actually, no. Uh, cover athlete Lamar Jackson. He was a oh, yeah. in that game. Yeah. I know this is kind of side. I know you guys don't pay attention to basketball, but did you guys see Jimmy Butler's like media day photos? Yes. His new haircut. haircut. So yeah, that is that's good. That's I want a poster of that in my room. <laughs> Very good. Keep well, in our last few seconds, it seems like we only have one thing to say. And that would be Michael.
<gasps> Skull. Oh. Skull.